0: your goal is to prevent, you know, 100,000 unnecessary, like, back surgeries or surgeries. You know, my goal is kind of like, you know, very very similar to that, just like as any other physical therapist, preventing unnecessary surgeries like the opioid epidemic that's like, you know, very bad in our country right now.
1: Hey, welcome to the Cash PT Lunch Hour Podcast, the number one show for passionate physical therapists looking to start and grow an even more successful cash-based physical therapy business. I'm your host, Aaron LeBauer. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, before we get to the episode, real quick, if you're new to the show or haven't picked up your Cash PT checklist yet, then you're definitely missing out. This checklist lays out all the steps you need to start a cash-based physical therapy business. If you want me to send that to you, then just text CASHPT to 444-999. That's C-A-S-H-P-T to the number 444-999. And you'll get this essential checklist. Now on to the show. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Aaron Lavour, your host of the CASHPT Lunch Hour. And today, my guest is Andrew Tran. He's the founder and creative director of PhysioMemes helping make life humorous for people. If you haven't seen Andrew on Instagram or Facebook, you need to. And especially after today's episode, um, you want to go check out one of his shirts. I, uh, Andrew, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you spending your time with us.
0: Yeah, man. Thank you for having me on, man. It's, it's, um, definitely a pleasure, uh, you know, being, being a good friend from you and just following you for a long time, even before we were, I met you. So Awesome, man.
1: Yeah. You know, I was just thinking, I was like, shit, I should have worn your shirt, but I worked out in it yesterday. I have the, do you, is your physical therapist even lift bro shirt? And it's all sweaty. Um, But (laughs) I
0: I was going to wear your shirt too. Then same thing. I worked out a couple of days ago. So sweaty.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. So um, tell me a little bit or tell, I mean, I know you, but I want to share what you're doing with everyone. So you're a physical therapist Um, tell us a little bit. Like, how'd you get into PT, and how'd you get in? Um, and and how'd you decide that what you were doing once you graduated wasn't exactly what you were meant to be doing? Like, can you just take us on a five ten minute journey?
0: Yeah, definitely. I um don't really have a like you know a really cool story or like I got injured playing sports or anything. It was like oh you know I love PT. I graduated, uh, you know, just from high school, and I was just like, I want to be the medical professional, like, I love helping people, um, I love the muscle skeletal system, so I was just like, talked to my cousin, like, I didn't even think about it, she's a nurse at the point, and then she was like, what about physical therapy, I I needed to pick a major at this point, and I was like, all right, cool, like, I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll do that, and, uh, but for me, I knew, like, you had to to, to go to PT school. Um, you know, having to go get your doctorate and go into grad school and all that, so I was like, I don't want to wait until my junior and senior year, and then figure out what the heck physical therapy really is. Yeah. So, like, freshman year, I just started like shadowing, um, you know, outpatient ortho clinics, and then actually, you know, going into uh pediatrics for probably two years of just like the children's hospital in Cincinnati is just amazing. And actually, when I went into the school, like, wanting to do that, and then like, they like. Story of my life, things change all the freaking time. We'll probably delve into that um throughout today's episode. But um, but yeah, wanting to go to peeds for a little bit, went to schools, like took peas. I was like, hell no, I don't want to do this. Um, you know, just uh, so that's basically how I got into PT school and like wanted I've switched between ortho, like I said, peeds, um, a little bit of Nero, um, just kind of all over the place and didn't really know what I wanted. Um but yeah, so after like all that, actually during, um, I've told a few people this, but during physical therapy school, um, I remember the second year, I was getting burnt out. First year I did great, you know, like stri- striving for A's and all that stuff, and like mm-hmm. every day I was like, you know, it doesn't really matter if you have 100 or just barely pass in PT school. But um, I remember second year, I was just like, like, I don't want to be a physical therapist my whole life no, I love it. I just don't want to do it. I was like, I can see myself maybe like 10, 15, 10 years or so, 15 years maybe then do something else. And I told a couple classmates, I remember turning it. And it was one of my really, really good friends. And she was like, I can't remember exact words, but she was like, that's either that's dumb or that's a waste of time. Like, why would you do that? Um, and I think I was just really burnt out because I, um, didn't really know, uh, like maybe I decided to get bored easily. Um, and just, I don't know.
1: Do you like are you the kind of person that you need something new and stimulating and exciting to like focus on?
0: I think so. I'm very ADD, so like stop many point because I can just ramble on forever. But um But yeah, I think um, I just like um learning new things and just trying new things all the time. Mm-hmm. And the big thing was like I was actually down my second year just like mentally because I traveled a lot in undergrad and like started like going abroad and doing all these things, and I was just like See all of our friends who didn't go to grad school and they're like, "Well, I got jobs with you know this company, and we're, they, we're here for a week traveling and doing this and just traveling all over the place for work I was like, well, I can't do that with physical therapy. Right. This is before I knew travel PT existed, yeah. and um, one day one of my professors you know, came up to me like he was like, dude, what's going on? And I can tell you like because I joke all the time, and it was like a good gift, like, you know span of time where I didn't, and I was just like going through the motions and whatnot and I kind of told him the story. Then he was like, dude, I was a travel PT. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so, so, that, so that was kind of, um, you know, the spark that kind of got me back into it. I was like, okay, cool, like a little more motivated. I was like looking into travel PT, a little more excited about that stuff. Um, so yeah, so when I became a PT, started off right away. They told me I need to get experience first. Mm-hmm. I looked for a bunch of ortho jobs and neuro jobs. And like, I think I had 20 job applications out there. I had one interview and no job offers. <laughs> wow. Um, I, yeah, like, I, get, I get
1: job offers all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, now I do. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, um, tell me, like, you know, I had this similar thing happen to me when I went to massage school. I was like, this isn't great, but I don't want to do the same thing for the rest of my life. I want to do something like I'll be disappointed. I, I thought to myself, I'd be disappointed if I'm still doing this in ten years. And in about eight years, I was in PT school. Yeah. And now, within ten years of that, I mean, I've I'm pretty much not doing physical therapy. I'm, you know, so like, was that kind of, were you like, Oh yeah, like this would be great, but I've got something bigger in mind.
0: Yeah. Maybe not something bigger, maybe something different. Yeah. Um, cause at this point, like, you know, now, like I had zero interest in doing the business. So like definitely wasn't thinking that route, but I was just like, but for me, my mindset, I was just like, well, this is a doctorate degree. I thought I was making you know good money from it, but the, the income to debt ratio um, wasn't factored in. Yeah. And um, so I was like, well, I don't know what I want to do that's gonna make me the same amount of money or at least more amount of money, because um, I didn't want to at least go down in income at that point. But I was like, I don't know what it is is, I ever told my classmate. Um, and after she kind of shot me down, she was one of my really good friends, like out of mm-hmm. all kinds, of, I like, still love her, one of my good friends still. Um, but I, I didn't tell much other people when I was in school. I was like, okay, well, I guess this is dumb. I don't know, but, <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, I didn't know what it was. I was like, I'm gonna do something different. Um, and I, I think definitely like the travel component was like was big in my life. Yeah.
1: So when you got out of PT school, you, did you just go right into doing travel therapy or did you go do something else?
0: Yeah. So I went to straight into travel therapy after I didn't get any of those like 20 <laughs> applications. Um, no job offers or anything. So I was like, well, I guess I'll start applying and like start looking into, I was already looking into travel companies, but I was mm-hmm. like, you know, it's keeping keep them on the back burner it's building relationships. And I was like, you know what? Let's just, let's just do this. And um, so I started off the contract a little bit outside of my hometown and started about, I think I did two contracts and then, you know, started learning some, you know, marketing and business and like branding with uh, with physical therapy with, you know, with, with Greg, Greg Todd. And So then again, story of my life, things always changed and I was like, oh, I can do something with this. And at that point, I'm just like, the way it was presented and I talked to a lot of other people, like, you know, just like following you and just listening to you, like, you know, all the stuff that you were putting out, made it seem like, you know, business in itself or opening clinic or anything else, like wasn't as bad as I had thought. I knew it was gonna be a lot of work and, you know, the grind and everything with it. But like the way school made it, it was like you have to have two hundred thousand dollars to <laughs> open up your own clinic. So I was like, yeah, hell no. I'm like, I'm like, you know, that's more than my debt that I have now. So right. like, why would I do that? <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> I just got of laugh at that because more be, everyone is like, like, there must be the same business curriculum that they've passed out on all these, or the NPTE has some, you know number that they say okay students need to know it's gonna be two hundred thousand dollars because everyone's like yeah they told us it's gonna cost 250 or two hundred thousand dollars for the business
0: yeah we need to open up in a stadium like super big square footage like all this stuff
1: yeah it's
0: ridiculous Uh, yeah so at that point i was like okay cool like you know kind of flirted with the idea i was like the way it's presented to me it's just like going into school like not expecting to do acute care if you never thought about it you were all after your ortho mindset it's like okay cool or home health, like you just never knew about it, and now it just like kind of sparked that interest, so that's when yeah. it kind of like the entrepreneurial gear started turning mm-hmm. um, with that
1: and at what point was it like was there something that happened or changed that you were like, all right, now I'm going to create a
0: business um, so when I created like the business with physio memes, it started off so physio memes will backtrack a little bit like after I graduated um 20, 16 and a lot of this is I, I think this is around the era where memes started popping up and started going viral and everything with it and i graduated and i was just looking up an account just for physical therapy memes like you know i just started you know instagram i was looking stuff up and there wasn't really anything out there consistently posting out uh memes and um so i that's how how i kind of started physio memes literally just a memes page and I was creating my own, if, you know, people like, if I find one, I would just repost it or whatnot. And then like a year later, this is when it was kind of the same thing, but with physical therapy, like apparel, I was like, yeah. I love physical therapy. Like I want to rock some like, you know, PT apparel that's funny, you know, like it's a little bit different. And like, I saw pictures of like apparel, like you know, maybe a few shirts here and there, but like there was no links, there was no sites or anything with it. So I started creating my own kind of the same mm-hmm. thing with the memes but I started doing with apparel. And then I was like, you know, like I can create a business out of this and, um, you know, just learning stuff with branding and just putting yourself out there, being like with consistency and all that stuff, just learning business stuff along the way. And that's just kind of how I ended up starting uh, PhysiMeans with that business.
1: Wow. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool.
1: So it basically came out of a, <clears throat> a passion and interest of yours. Yeah. For sharing and finding funny stuff. And you're like, yeah, other people want this. I mean, we're before you created like or sold it for a shirt where people say, Hey, you know, Andrew, can you get me a shirt like that? Or where'd you get that? Or were you like, maybe I'll create one and see what people think?
0: Um, I think I started I just started like creating some um just some stuff and then just posting, you know, a few designs here and mm-hmm. there. And Basically kind of slowly caught on, people were like, oh, like, oh, you make sure it's like, and I was getting like small sales, there's a few sales like here and there, because people saw what I was posting. Some designs I posted were like <laughs> pretty shitty. <laughs> like some of the stuff I have now, like a part isn't the best, but like I know it started off like I have time hop, so every once in a while like, I'll see stuff from a year ago, and I was like, oh, what the heck was I yeah. doing?
1: <laughs> yeah. What's your, um, what's, the, what's the one that's your favorite? What's the design or meme that you think is the, the best, the funniest?
0: Um, does that, oh man, I feel like I always get this question and I'm never prepared I for it. Put
1: you on the spot. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it, it happens all the time and I feel like I get asked this at every, mm-hmm. every interview. So what's like, your, what's
1: the, I mean, okay, so what's the, I give you my, what's the most popular? What's the most, most
0: popular? So the most popular one is one of my coffee mugs and it's, uh, one that I was so hesitant to like release. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know how people are going to feel about this. Um, especially with you know our profession being uh, majority females like it's just like pc like all this stuff anyways uh but it's she wants the dpt <laughs> i love it and i was like I, you know with that humor i was like this is very borderline but yeah. it's like the highest sales i've had um it is mainly bought by women Wow. So I was like, Okay, definitely not offending anybody with this, and uh, but yeah,
1: yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, so, that's...
0: So that's, uh, yeah, so that's one of the most popular one, and then the one the shirt that you got, yeah, uh, the physical therapist even lift like that's a newer one that's um, blown up a little bit as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then what's the what's the one that was the worst, or that you, or even the one that you thought like, man, this is an awesome idea, and it was like crickets.
0: Um, man, I probably have quite a few of those are like, Oh yeah, I love this one. I feel like I have a lot of them, but, um, I, like, I have like over like 200 products now. So like on top of my yeah. head, uh, I can't, um, think of any right now. Yeah. Um,
1: well, let me ask you this instead. So
0: yeah.
1: like, and I've done this too, where I've put out products or courses like, man, this is going to blow people away. People are going to want this. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give it to you for a hundred bucks. And then it's like, no one buys the damn thing. You know, yeah. and the thing that I didn't think people cared about, people buy a lot of, or, you know, it's like, but, but as an entrepreneur, you, you have to be able to say, look, like this thing I thought was amazing and know that no one wants, like you got to figure out a way to, you know, change it or keep going past it. Isn't that right? Yeah. I mean, you can't let, you probably have like three or four really good ones and, you know, dozens of ones that people are like,
0: <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So, and I guess you know, especially something that we learned, like you know, with business, like one uh, we'll has to let the market dictate it. Uh, you have to be kind of remove the emotion away from it from what people want, mm-hmm. Uh, because what you think what people want is definitely not always what. Sometimes it lines up, but sometimes it doesn't. Like if you don't ask them. So, like earlier on, like, um, I mean, I don't even do this all on my product, but sometimes like I'll do either polls or just ask people, like, "Hey, do you prefer this or this?" And then like. I used to I had people vote in the beginning a lot when I was starting off and people were like, we we'll vote this one. I was like, really? But I was like, that's what you guys want. And I think just learning what your audience wants. And if you have a few different variations with it, like I'll still post things up and people just vote on it.
1: Yeah. That's um, awesome. Is there, are there other ways or specific ways that you're surveying your audience? Are you doing like Facebook or Instagram doing anything specific?
0: Yeah, so especially with uh, with Instagram, having the the poll now mm-hmm. with your story. So I, I I was doing it on my feed, but doing the story just so much quicker. Um, people just take literally a half a second and just click, when it, click one of the buttons. And then, you know, j- just uh, voting that way. Um, sometimes I'll, like, just message just, a, you know, a few friends that, like, who are in the NIST that would be, like, my – more a target audience of like, I do something for like women who like to work out, then you know, I'll just like probably like message like a small group of people with that. i um, will send stuff to email sometime as well, and just getting people to build that way.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, how else are you using Instagram to promote your business? Like, is that because you mentioned like you just started Physio Memes on there, and did it blow up right away, or did it take, I mean, how long ago was that? Did it take a while to get yeah. some traction?
0: Um, the first year it was a very slow growth i uh, didn 't really know what I was doing. I was just like putting stuff out there like especially with instagram's algorithm now like the one's always changing like earlier on like i didn 't even like think about it or knew anything about it. I was just you know just putting stuff out there um but when I decided to like like the, a year later was when I decided to you know make apparel and products and put up a store and set set all that up. Mm-hmm. Was, I was like, okay, well, now since so I'm trying to monetize off this little bit, like, I think I need a strategy with this. So, and I started learning a lot more about that, um, you know, just trying to study and just learning from people who have done, it, uh, done very well with it. And like, uh, honestly, the big thing, like, there's no one hack for like growing, you know, with Instagram. And I don't think a lot of people like want to know like, what's the one thing? And if it's the one thing and everyone knew about it, like, what's the one, it's like, what's the one exercise that's going to help me with my back pain? Right. You know? it's kind of the same thing. And it's just like, okay, well, it just depends, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, uh, depending where you're at, you know. And, um, but the big thing was like, honestly, consistency. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, that's just anything in life, you know, with, you know, business, you know, working out, um, just w- whatever you want to do is being consistent. And I think if that's a hack you want to say, and that's like the most boring thing, people are like, well, I want to hear something else, like what, ha- what hashtags should I use or whatever. Uh, yeah. But definitely it's like me being consistent, when I started doing that, like I haven't missed a post um, since I decided to be consistent with it. I think it was like November of not this year, but the year before mm-hmm. and I um, haven't missed a post since then. And I think that's helped out a lot.
1: Yeah. was that, was that the thing like just being consistent for a while that really triggered your growth?
0: Yeah. Because the first year I wasn't consistent. I was just like, just doing it whenever I, I kind of mm-hmm. wanted like um, just a few week and this here and there, but like definitely consistent mm-hmm. um, definitely helped out.
1: What's your posting schedule? Like, are you doing like one a day, three a day, Instagram stories every day, all what yeah. else? Um uh,
0: Definitely post um, on my feed once a day and everyone's audience is um, a little different. Um, I usually have one post in the morning. And then if I have a second or third post, I usually try to space it out. In mm-hmm. general, um, I usually do it for, for most audiences, do it before, uh, lunch with school, I mean, it's lunch with school, like, uh, work with school in the morning, around lunch this time, and then like a little bit later in the evening. Mm-hmm. So if I do a second or third post, it's usually, you know, around the lunchtime or in the evening and I kind of play with it. Um, and then I try to stay on the store. Like I always want something on my store at all times. Yeah. So if people are like, you're, all, you're on, you're on Instagram all day. It's like, it takes two seconds. one to either share something, like repost something and like, I mean, you, you do it as well, right? It yeah. takes you 15 seconds to do a little Instagram story or whatever. And it's just like, do one in the morning, one, you know, a lunchtime, maybe and one in the evening or whatever. Like it takes you like less than a minute to do. So. Right.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Um, let's see what, uh, what else are you doing? So, um, what else are you doing to promote? Like how like, cause your business is a little different than a lot of people, you know, who are trying to target people locally. It's more of, you've got more of a national audience. So, you know, what are some of the other things you've got your Instagram? Are you doing anything on Facebook with physio memes? Or you, and you've got a website or you or is it uh mostly just uh Instagram promotion that's driving traffic? Oh.
0: Yeah, it started off with Instagram. Like I didn't even start Facebook until almost a year later. Uh-huh. And I just I basically just hooked the accounts together. So when I post on Instagram, there's a little button you just hit that also post to Facebook. Yeah. So there's some people that don't have Instagram, so people don't have Facebook. So like Instagram's a little bit bigger because I started like almost a whole year earlier. Mm-hmm. Um but but yeah, so I'll, I'll post on both of those because, like I said, like not everyone's on both platforms, so it's just a little bit more of a reach that way. Right. And um, of course, selling the the products on, the, um, on my website that I have.
1: Are you running ads? Are you doing like Facebook ads or Instagram ads?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So since Facebook owns Instagram, I just you know through the Facebook Ads Manager just run ads through both of them. Um, I've been doing that for a little about a year or so. Like mm-hmm. I've, learned, I've learned ads. Um, mainly I learned, cause like, I didn't really mention this. Uh, I know, you know, working with you last year, like I wanted to have my own practice at one point mm-hmm. and just trying to do both, you know, having a practice and physio means at the same time was just like, I burnt myself out before I even started. And like, um, cause it basically, like, I, was, I realized that like, physio means a bigger passion that I had. Um, not as much of a practice as, as I thought I did. And I, I again, I still love it, but, um, mainly the stuff that I was learning with ads was towards like physical therapy practices. So like having to learn those, like at the end of the day, like, you know, you've told me this is like business is still business. Like making money is still making money. And it's just like, how do I use this? The I've learned for physical therapy practices into my businesses, right? Like into the marketing like the messaging. Um, you know attention grabbing whether it's like headlines or post videos whatever whatever that is um a good offer mm-hmm. and uh so just kind of learning like that and just like we were talking about earlier like what does your audience want and just like one just talking to a lot of people like a lot of times i post stuff on my page a lot of times i'll talk to a lot of people in the dms it's like well what do you want um so yeah so learning with that and like recently working more with Ecom ads and just slightly different uh, ways to go about it, but yeah. yeah. So I definitely do run ads.
1: Yeah, and you're use. Are you using email as well? Are you doing marketing through email or just like, hey, thanks for buying the shirt?
0: Um, yeah. yeah, I do so, a little bit of email marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I, I have an ad. Like, I mean, the thing is, like, it's no secret, and because like Facebook, you can literally go to anyone's Facebook business page. If you guys are listening, don't know, and mm-hmm. just look at the ads are running because apparently, like. I don't know the transparency thing with Mark Zuckerberg last year. And it's just like, it's a sponsor. Like you can see when some company doesn't add, I don't know like why that was an issue, but, um, so I have like ads, I collect people's emails, collect people's emails and then doing some, um, email marketing with that as well. Not, not as mm-hmm. much with, as I'd like, um, with sales or whatnot, but
1: right.
0: same thing with, you know, like, you know, it's, the consistency with that too. Like just keep, just people are just seeing you in the email, like they're not unsubscribing after, you know, two years. So like, it's, it's good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. So, um, tell me more about you except you mentioned it and I was going to, I was going to ask anyways, but, um, you mentioned that you started, you wanted to start a, uh, practice last year. Yeah. Um, tell me more about how did you come to the decision? Like, okay, I want to start a practice. I want to start a clinic. And then what happened after getting into it for a few months?
0: Yeah. So I, was when I learned like the marketing business and everything with, with, with PT taking like that course, I was like flirting with the idea of opening a practice and actually stopped travel with PT at that point after those two contracts, it worked for out of network practice that was transitioning from in network to out of network. Like mm-hmm. that was when I got hired on. And so learning the transition was actually, you know, very rewarding and like interesting to see. And then working a little bit in the out in, in, in that setting. And then, um, so I was like, at that point you know trying to do my own thing and i think the big thing was after i learned like it wasn't as as bad as it it seemed i think like well everyone's doing this now and i think that was probably like a part of the reason why i wanted to open my own practice like a cash practice um seeing how people are doing successful and how like you know if you want to make more money you have to do your own practice and like now i realized like there's other ways to do business and and stuff like that mm-hmm. so then physio memes was not in, still not point where i'm at, like you know 100% full time or anything with it and um so starting two pre- businesses like early on splitting like you can't like trying to half ass like two things like doesn't work mm-hmm. um <laughs> so um but yeah so you know, working with you, like, I was seeing, like, maybe a a couple patients at that point, just, like, early on, but, like, having that realization, um, that, um, having to pick one or the other and, like, end up picking, going back to physio because, like, I kind of grew out of nowhere, like, and that passion just kind of developed, and I always wanted to keep it as a side hustle, then I realized, like, well, this is where my passion was, even though it's not making as much money, profiting off, you know, less money off a t-shirt versus, you know 150 200 plus dollars an hour like i'm willing to you know go with my passion more so than like not that like it's easy you know selling 200 dollars a visit or anything right. like that but uh so so that's just kind of how my journey ended um with- was
1: it like were you like working out one day you're like i'm that's it like I, I'm not doing this or did it, I mean, it, did it hit you all of a sudden or was it something that was just underneath there? Is like, why am I not putting in the effort or, or something like that?
0: You yeah. Know? Like I, so, so for the, for the listeners, I know you know this story a little bit better um, since I was working with you uh, last year. Like there was like six weeks where I, I wasn't working at all, like no PRN or nothing really. Mm-hmm. And um so I was just in hustle mode I was like try, trying to do this. We had done a uh, mastermind, you know, two day mastermind together and was all, you know, all in on this and I was just super laser focused. Like this is definitely what I wanted to do. And I was like, physio means to we'll be on the back burner. And at the event, I met some people who like, uh, for the first time, like I didn't, like, kind of knew on social media whatever. met in person. And then one of them was like, we were just talking, it was about physio memes, it was like, wait, what? Like this seems awesome. Like, why aren't you doing like with physio memes? And then like other people were, you know, during that during that weekend as well at, at the live event, was like kind of like asking about stuff like like um like don't want to do for their businesses. Like mm-hmm. I got like, so many people coming up to me to like, well, I need help with this, I need help with this, and it was like, Why aren't you doing this more? Like you know, you're doing a practice, like what's going on with physio memes? And I think that was like the wheels started turning like after that mastermind and I was just like, oh man, like what am, I, am I doing something wrong? And then like I was just like kind of talking with uh, some people and like having some hard conversations with myself and then I was like, screw it, you know, I'm so open to practice. And then like the week after I came back, like thoughts going to my head and everything and like I was still trying to like, again, do 50-50 with, with both and, right. and and it wasn't working and I burnt out. I got, was very stressed and had a lot of anxiety and stuff. And then that was when I realized I was like, I, I can't do this, you know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> just for my mental sake and everything. So, yeah. so that's that's kind of how that came about.
1: Yeah, basically, you choose choose one thing and go all in. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So, we're, right now. You're still you're still doing some contract work or something like that, or yeah?
0: Still? I'm still working. I'm working PRN right now. I was trying. Uh-huh. I was doing a contract job before here. I'm down in Charleston now. Came down to visit and couldn't find a contract job down here. So I just had uh, a PRN job, um, just working for diem. So doing that on the side still, and you know, it's, it's still nice where like, I don't feel the stress being the PRN guy coming in. Where like, you know, the bureaucracy behind like, you know, some, like certain, like, you know, being the full-time employee, like productivity and all that stress and all that. Like I just come in like whenever they need me and it's just like, so It's like a little less stressful. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that's cool. So that still allows you, cause I think one of the things you said to me is like, <clears throat> I don't want to get pinned down in one area. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get pinned down. I want to travel and I want to be able to go different places. And so with a combination of an online business and PRN or even travel, yeah. you could just like move around to different places and pick up work. And-
0: yep. Exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm liking it down here um in the Carolinas man so it's, yeah. it's it's a lot warmer than Ohio uh where I'm from so it's like, like I said like I'm PRS, so I was like all right we, you know kind of if I want to go somewhere for a weekend along a long weekend or go to an event or whatever like, like hey can you come in I'm like nope so, <laughs> that's <laughs> so
1: awesome that's, so that's nice that's cool you think you'll be down there for a while you're gonna go check out somewhere else
0: I don't I don't know um I was expecting to be gone by this point. Yeah. Uh but I moved down here like right during the winter time. So like I didn't see any snow, which was nice this year. And I don't know, things are getting warmer. I've started to create more friends here and I'm like, I was trying to leave, but like this is kinda nice. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Charleston's an awesome
1: city, man. I've been there a couple of yeah. times and the food is awesome. It's a mm-hmm. cool old town. I love it. So Yeah, yeah,
0: awesome. exactly. Exactly. So we'll 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 see. Maybe one, like, I can just decide one day, like, like, I'm tired of this, and just, like, pick up and move, which is, like, yeah. ideally kind of what I want in my life. Like, you know, big things like just traveling whenever I want. Um, but I like to hear so far.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I totally get it. Like, that's one of my goals is to have location independence and be able yeah. to go where I want to go, when I want to go, and, you know, go live somewhere for a month or two or a year. Exactly. So, things that are holding me back right now are having to, you know, <laughs> it's in school, I can't just move them around yeah. uh, that's really awesome, so um I want to get back to a little bit of the process of your business like so you're obviously not you know living in Cincinnati or Charleston. you're not the one like packing and shipping and printing all the shirts, right nope no. so can you tell me a little bit about like how does that work?
0: yeah, um, so yeah, so it's a process of uh print on demand hmm so Basically, you know, the stuff I have on my site, um, I've partnered with another um, company essentially Mm -hmm. uh, to do the fulfillment side. Mm -hmm. So whenever I make a sale, I have, like, you know, my designs. Basically, I kind of, like, own my designs. It's, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like the the product. And when a customer makes an order, it gets printed, um, the, the company will get it they'll print it, package it and ship it out to you and make it seem like it's for me. Yeah. Uh, like I mean I guess I mean, it is I guess for me but like I I don't ever have to deal with it. Yeah. So that's the other part of like being able to travel and do whatever like if I can just do it from my laptop like they're like, you know working with the company um, able to fulfill and print all that for me. So um, or it doesn't get made until um, it, shirts don't get made or whatever doesn't get made until someone puts an order in.
1: Mm -hmm. okay so you basically create a design you email it or upload it somewhere and you choose like how the product looks and everything and the order comes in and um it goes basically this other company gets notified they print it they ship it and then you get the profit yeah and there's probably a a picking or pay you know like some kind of they they get a cut of something and you get a cut yeah um Mm -hmm. That's awesome, so is this like is it um just like a drop shipper or this is a company this this is the company that they create the product and they ship it for you, is that right
0: yep, yep, so okay. yeah, so they well they they have all like the the shirts and you know the apparel the merchandise mm-hmm. um there, so like just a blank one and mm-hmm. basically just, just just prints it on there, so like yeah, so they do get a cut because of like you know them doing it on demand, uh the labor for that and then also them shipping it. So like the profit is just a little mm-hmm. bit less than if you know if you have a clinic and you want to order a hundred shirts and you want to give it out to to your patients, um, the cost per is gonna be a lot less. Uh because you're bulk bulk ordering and they can do it all at once. It's a lot right. easier that way, but to do it like on demand like that. So so that's the like the downside of it. Mm-hmm. But for me like if i order a bunch of shirts, like we said earlier like this is not so hot like i love this and it's crickets i yeah. got a hundred i got hundred shirts sitting over here like what the hell, what the hell am i doing right uh, if you have like a winning um you know something that's like a winning product or, or whatnot like you can have a bulk order with that and yeah. you know, do it that way if you know it's gonna se- um, sell out so like a couple ways to, to go about it i have a friend who does very well with his and t-shirt company like he's not in the PT space or anything like that but mm-hmm. he you know bulk orders it and do, does well and sells out and all this stuff too so just kind of like whatever works best for you for me yeah the print on demand works a little bit better just for my lifestyle
1: yeah no that's cool so um <clears throat> any tips or tricks because um you know we're starting to work with uh, a company to do some drop shipping and, and that kind yeah. of stuff like so anything that you've run into when doing that that you're like yeah make sure you ask about this or don't do that
0: um so what i usually tell people is you know I've switch companies um a couple times as i've started um some of it just based on speed some of it based on um <coughs> either quality issues uh it's not too often but like more than some one of them have more than i, I uh, i'd like uh the customer service is kind of all that so the big thing is you know if you're gonna do print on demand and doing with that, just make sure you're happy with the the quality of the shirt and products. So just have what sample is sent to you, you know, just have it and order it and send it to you. And then like if you're fine with that, like for me when I first started, I didn't know like the names of any of like the brands of shirts, the the blends and all this stuff. And people were asking me this stuff. I was like, I thought a shirt was just a shirt. <laughs> Right. Right. So, so just doing that, like, and if you want something specific, right, um, make sure you order and see how if you'd like to feel for it and, and do it with that. So I think that, I think that's the biggest tip. Um, most, in most places, like, especially now with print on demand and doing all this stuff, like most of the places are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, um, so just test it yourself. And if you're going to do that, like, see how long that takes, um, to get to you and process and all that stuff. So.
1: That's awesome. What are, um, some of the other like software or things that you're using as an online entrepreneur and business owner? Like what are, what are some of the things that like are making your life easy?
0: Oh, um, I probably need to, to do more of that stuff of, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not as organized as I'd like. Um, so with just having tasks, um, having a whiteboard, like I'm really bad at writing things down in, in a planner, uh, mm-hmm. like a, pr- the productivity planner, like, um, uh, you know, when I worked with you, you gave me like, I was using that for a while. And then, you know, I tried a different productivity planner and I think me just writing things down, I know it's better to write it down. Maybe I discipline myself a little bit better, but like, just using a uh, Trello, um, a Trello board. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that's nicer. It's just, Cause I think I'm on the go on my phone a lot more Things things a little bit easier. And I have, you know, starting to have more people like help out with physio means slowly growing and um, just having to use that for his tasks and stuff. And I think that's has definitely helped, helped me out a lot. That's awesome.
1: Are you sure you have other people working for you or you have like brand ambassadors or doing anything like that?
0: Yeah, I am working on getting some, some brand ambassadors on a consistent basis. Um, I had an uh, an intern or have an intern who honestly was, she's a PT student now. She's awesome. And she literally wanted to do the exact same thing that I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was going to show her. I was like, you know, like abundance mindset, you know, like I've showed a, a few <laughs> a handful of other PTs. who are trying to do what I'm doing. And, you know, I see other people making shirts, which is awesome. Like, you know, um, the more awareness we can get out for physical therapy and more humor and stuff like it's awesome. And um, so i was showing her all this stuff and she was like, well, I'm a student. I don't have any money to even, you know, have a store up for just a monthly payment or whatnot. So I was like, well, you know, if you want to, like, I can show you everything I'm doing. Because starting off early when I was just, when I had just started, um, I didn't have money to, to pay her for that. And, you know, now I'm paying her um, a little bit. So just uh, for, for certain tasks with that. So it was just nice having to be able to, to delegate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah I was like at any point if you want to do this you know like on your own like, you can go ahead uh, or you know you can just help me continue going with it so like so yeah just little small stuff I'm actually uh, working on hiring someone else um, as well through the process right now just started yesterday so
1: oh awesome awesome what kind of role are you looking to um, fill or what are some of the things that you like don't want to do anymore
0: <laughs> Um, so <laughs> basically with with e-commerce, it's a little bit different. It's a lot of launching a lot of products and just finding, like, the one, like, the winning product or one that people like a lot. like, you can put stuff out there, but, like, if it's not getting in front of people. just launching a lot of ads, essentially. There's is okay. a, a strategy with it. I know, like, different strategies with the PT clinic is, like, you know, let it run for a little bit longer, seeing the metrics or whatnot. Um, but for e-commerce, it's, just, like, you know, money loves speed, So it's just, like, put this out there and there's a lot of, other industries where it's like people like are you know using like very similar designs and whatnot and just doing their own variations with it mm-hmm. you know which is fine whatever so so i'm delegating like i know how to do it now i'm up my systems finally and um i have basically just running my ads and launching products like it's not yeah. hard it doesn't take too long to do but it's just like uh, this is getting tedious now like it was it was good for like a month of like when i just like had worked with the coach and he kind of showed me the new strategy with us okay this makes sense I was doing it, but now I'm just like trying to just delegate that end of it.
1: Yeah. With, uh, with other people doing this too, are you, and as this grows, are you having any issues with copyright or people, you know, copying your stuff or doing anything like that? Or are you,
0: um, not, not yet. Um, I, I haven't had that issue yet. I think with just physical therapy, it's just so niche. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of people are in the e-comm space and, you know, doing print on demand or drop shipping or whatever with, uh, with physical therapy just yet. Yeah. Um, so I think I, you know, answered in the space, um, at a good time, like other niches, like the entrepreneurial one, right? There's always mm-hmm. going to be an entrepreneurial brand like dogs and cats and get, <laughs> get, like nurses is a big one, right? because in nurses, like there's a lot more nurses in, in the country in the world yeah. and physical therapists and people know what the heck they do. <laughs> right.
1: Are you branching out into other professions like nursing, OT, even like fitness stuff?
0: Um, so I have a little bit of fitness stuff. That I try to integrate with with, uh, with, with 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 what I'm doing now because PTs. You know, we exercise and or should be. And <laughs> I I do want to branch out because a lot of people have told me that. But I was like, I started thinking about it, again. I got to. I'm ADD as heck, so I just yeah. need to like focus. I was like, let me do well with this first um, hopefully delegating with this, like things go well and, you know, with this new person I'm bringing on and I definitely do want to get more in the, the healthcare, the whole healthcare space with mm-hmm. it.
1: Awesome. What's, so what's next for physio memes? What's your, what are like, what's the next you a know, few years going to bring? What's your goal?
0: So like my, my end goal with, with physio memes, kind of like what I, like I started with just, you know, just creating memes and just, always want to create like just humor and laughter and whatnot like that was my goal when I kind of started that like and then creating I didn't realize this when I first started because was, it was honestly kind of a selfish thing of like I just want my own shirts you know was, if people want to buy it sure here, here it is and just slowly realizing self, well, not, um, that it was a marketing thing and a brand thing for like just whatever the comp- business and companies are, so like, um, or even just professions. And I realized like this is branding, in a way, branding the PT profession. And, you know, just like everyone else is probably listening, like no one knows the hell physical therapist, you know, what we do. So like, it's just cool, like when I have had people tell me, like even like one of my shirts, um, you know, that says like sipping on my tensor fascia latte. And, you know, people are like, oh, what, like, what kind of latte is that? What kind of drink is that, or whatever. So was just kind of creating the conversation, um, you know, creating the humor with it or like um, someone had like a physical therapy and chill shirt on and it's like, oh, like, you know, oh, funny, like, you know, Netflix, whatever. And then they're like, oh, so you're a physical therapist. Like, I need physical therapy and just people wearing that. Um, I have like a pelvic health therapist basically telling me like one of their shirts that says like vagina doctor on there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so we're kind of like, what do you do as a vagina doctor? Like, you know, OB, like, uh, like what, what do you do? She's like, no. And she actually gets a, a lead every time she wears that. Like, she tries like wear it as much as possible, and, like she she gets leads on it all day just having that conversation. And I was like, this fucking easiest way to get a lead for like you know like a twenty twenty five dollars shirt.
1: Yeah,
0: of, of doing that. She's like, this is like a big way, like it's like a billboard. Yeah, so like, and I didn't realize that at first. And it's like you know, so my goal with PhysioMemes memes is to help um, physical therapy, like physical therapists, whether it's. The, one, the profession, to uh, people's businesses. Cause I realized a lot of people just don't have a pair for the business
1: mm-hmm.
0: and just kind of promoting that, um, you know, the physical therapy profession and the brand, because as all of us, and I, and I know, I know you said something, you know, along the lines with like, your goal is to prevent, you know, a hundred thousand unnecessary, like back surgeries or surgeries. And like, You know, my goal is kind of like, you know, very very similar to that, just like as any other physical therapist, you know, preventing unnecessary surgery, like the opioid epidemic that's like, you know, very bad in our country right now. And if bringing that awareness, whether, with you know, through apparel, that's my goal with it. Um, Mm -hmm. How other companies do that? And also with um, some own products and bringing, you know, humor and laughter kind of along the way, just kind of doing rather than just saying just physical therapy, you know, like,
1: That's awesome, man. That's really cool. That's like no one else is doing that. Like even so, Caitlin, the the woman who's working with me now as our physical therapist, she anytime she wears a shirt that says physical therapy something on it, she picks up new patients. I mean, it's she worked out. She does uh, powerlifting and, mm-hmm. and worked out the other day with your shirt on, and she got three uh, total body diagnostics out of it.
0: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and I, and I think that's a lot of people don't realize, and like even if it's like a little bit of your like your own clinic and stuff, like um, a lot of people just you know it's one of the cheapest ways to market. I yeah. I, I, and I think, and it's just like have, having good shirts with it, and you know definitely something that I started to realize like earlier on, like it was after like a few months, and I had realized all this. And just like my vision of like you gonna do, and you know this as well. Like you gonna do so much being one on one training that time. So like mm-hmm. having a bigger impact doing it doing it this way of um, doing it in the online world, and you know affecting this. Like that, that's my vision with physio memes.
1: That's awesome. Is uh, is there anything that you would go back and do differently? You know, looking back over the last few years, like you're like, oh, I, I would do that differently, or, or I shouldn't have done that.
0: Um. So. I know your audience is a lot of, you know, Cas PT business learning, all this stuff. Set up your systems early on. <laughs> I told myself a year ago today, I was like, even before, m- more than a year ago, I was like, I'm going to have all my systems set up. And by, like when I started, like, that's one thing I learned, right? Learning <laughs> business. And I just never freaking did it. And like, I've, I've done it now. But um, yeah. now I was like, all right, hire some people on, go through all this stuff. And it's just like, Do that before you get busy i was like oh like i'm not that busy now like i'll just do it later i'll just do it later and like a whole year later that's when i set things up and it's just like so i think that's one thing i would do differently because i would probably be a lot further than where i'm at right now Mm -hmm. i'm a lot less stressed and all over the place so once you figure out something that works for your your business like just record it do that big a little training for it and then like that that'll make your life so much easier. And then if you want to bring someone on, you know, we, you, we rather to, to delegate, like, boom, go through that. Right. That's awesome. I think, I think that's the biggest thing.
1: Yeah. It took me five years to do my systems. And like, I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> well, um, that's awesome. That's <laughs> a great, you know, so at least you got it four years. Earlier than I
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, if if someone else is who's listening, wants to get into some, you know, business or even just online business, what's your, uh, best uh, advice for them? I mean, besides creating your systems, which is great. Yeah,
0: no, 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 no. Um, I think just in general, if, you know, listening to this and wanting to start your own cash practice or even online business or anything like that, I think getting, just don't wait till things are perfect. I think just getting started and putting yourself out there, just doing that and just taking action, you don't know where you're going to go. Right mm-hmm. when I first started, like like uh, even was just with just me, physio, means, like I was like I'm just gonna do apparel and doing all this stuff, and then like some people started reaching out to me is like, I didn't really think about doing this, like making apparel for other people's companies, and I'm like setting up people's right. stores, um, making them shirts, designs, wh- whatever that is, and I never thought about doing that, but like, people came out to me, just like doors open, like opportunities open, um, you start having connections, doing stuff, but if you're like sitting back and not doing anything, you're waiting for the perfect timing. And doing all this, like it's it's just never gonna happen. And like, there's certain things, like even with myself, like as I say that, like taking that next step, like I'm like, ah, eh, like it's scary, like the unknown. And it's just like, what happens if I do that? And it's just like, but you just just start taking action, just doing something, you're gonna mess up along the way. Things are gonna be shitty along the way. It's, like I have a bunch of you know shirts that never sold, designs that never sold, and um, you know, like I, I think that's just a big thing. Like you never know what's gonna happen once you start.
1: Yeah. Dude, that's awesome, man. Well, congratulations on your success. I know you've, you've come a long way and, uh, you got some big and a big impact to make in the, in the world, especially in our profession. So, um, yeah, if someone wants to get in touch with you to, you know, find you on Instagram, get a shirt, even get you to help them, uh, set up a store for themselves or the other stuff you're doing, like, how do we, how do we find you? Where, where should they go?
0: Yep. So my website is fizzybeams.com. Uh, I think we scroll up to the bottom, all the social media handles are down there, but it's uh, Instagram is at physio underscore memes. And if you want to, you know, reach out to me there or just email me, andrew at physiomemes.com. So any, any of those works, um, you know, I'm an online business, so like, you know, yeah. on, my, on my phone a lot, or at least... You know, more, more than I probably should be, but um, <laughs> <laughs> those are good ways uh, to reach out to me. Okay,
1: perfect. That's awesome. Well, thanks for being here again today. I really appreciate you spending time with us.
0: Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it, dude.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. So for the Cash Pity Lunch Hour, this is Aaron Labauer and Andrew Tran, and uh, you guys have a great day. We'll, we'll see you on the next show. Peace. Hey, what's up, this is Aaron. Real quick, if you're just getting started with a cash practice, then be sure to check out my step-by-step checklist, which will walk you through the whole process. Go to cashptchecklist.com to get your free CashPT checklist, where you'll learn all the essential steps you need to take to get started. It's absolutely free and always will be. Over 5,000 people have already downloaded it, so make sure you don't miss out. And if you're already a business owner, but not generating the revenue you think you deserve or have the time the freedom that you want and you would like to grow and scale your business in the shortest amount of time possible, then you may be a great fit for my CashPT Platinum Mastermind group. Just head over to CashPTMastermind.com where you can get all the details and apply for a free strategy call where you'll get clarity on your vision and a path to getting there.